welcome to the Self-Help Podcast, a weekly no-nonsense guide dedicated to your emotional health and well-being. Presented by entrepreneur Edward Lamb and psychotherapist Sean Orford. For more information, visit liveinthepresent.co.uk. Okay, hello, welcome to episode 421 of the Self-Help Podcast with me, Ed Lamb, good pal, Sean Orford. You right, Sean? I am very good. How are you? Yeah, all right, really. Yeah, yeah. Sun's shining again, and uh, yeah, all's all's well, really. Yeah, kids are fine, and you know things are uh, getting quite interesting in the UK. Well, they have been for a while, but um, managing to get through it okay. We're talking about Meta today, aren't we? We'll come on to that in a bit. But um, what, what, yeah, yeah, what's going on in your life, Sean? With uh, that's, that's triggered this one. Um, what's going on in my life? Catching up on my life. I'm back to running, so I'm running Monday, Wednesday, Friday, which is good. That's great. And we need to give a shout out to Sandra because weekend Sandra was, well, she was 70 on Monday and um, she, um, uh, she had a, a party, you know, outside um, all safety distance, correct? Yeah. Uh, in the garden, which was nice and the weather was lovely. And it, it was just nice to be with people again and to have that kind of social experience. That was good. That was good. Um, uh, and but that does feed a bit into my reasons for for bringing it up the the meta thing, you know, which is, and it it was the the Matt Hancock bit, and whatever you think of Matt Hancock, um, it's like everybody was being so amazingly nasty. Not everybody there, but I mean, yeah. some people there and other people that I've spoken to since then, since the Matt Hancock thing, or there was Nadia Sawala um, having a rant, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's like, I get the fact that the guy's an idiot, but it's hard at the moment to find kindness. And it's like kindness would solve so many of our problems and we don't do it. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was kind of what got me there. So yeah. what have you been up to? <laughs> well, no, usual stuff for me. Yeah, yeah, kids drop off and all that kind of stuff and buzzing around on my bike the usual but yeah the hancock stuff you know we've given this government and then our current crop of uh government ministers and politicians you know both barrels and, and you know over the years especially you know yeah. brexit and all that stuff and that's that's kind yeah. of you yeah. know some, but yeah i was watching the photos and you know, i saw the photo of what he did and or got busted doing in the in the video so you know i'm conscious that it, you know adultery is like serious stuff man and the, the family stuff yeah. they'll be going through is horrendous you know for the for the yeah. wife probably we don't know the full story blah 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 but i also did feel a little bit of sympathy and i wonder where that came from you know is that just the kindness within me because you know workplace relationships are not a new thing by any stretch you i'm sure you've got countless stories i, oh, work, yeah, my, yeah. I work on my own so i kind of not really uh I've never been tempted in that way, well, not really. But you know, you spend a lot of time with someone, especially in a situation like we all have in the last year, where it's if you are working with someone, it's quite intense, and you're kind of locked down together. Um, so yeah, I just felt I don't know the, watching that, that video, man. I mean, as much of a chump as he is, I did feel a little bit of sympathy as to kind of what he was going through and what his family now has to go through, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it's just just horrible all yeah. around, isn't it? Yeah. And, and one of the things is that it, if life is about growing and developing and facing things, 
then yes, he does have to grow and face a few things. And I think that's going to be hard for him. You know, um, hopefully he has the fortitude to do it and to learn and to grow and be different as a person. You know, but then that's probably true for the lady who has been, we assume, having the affair with. And, and, and as we say, I don't know what's been going on in his family. I, d- I don't know, you know, what, whatever that is. Um, uh, and I guess that from her point of view, if the way that she found out about things was on the front page of the media, then that must be awful. Um, and I don't know whether she knew anything before. We didn't know nothing, do we? But it's so easy to make assumptions and write people off and do all kinds of stuff. Um, and it's a bit like when people go to prison, you know, do we send them to prison so they should be tortured and beaten and suffer and have a terrible time? Or should prison be about rehabilitation? Mm. At the moment, it's probably about neither. You know, people aren't being rehabilitated, or very few are. Um, and people aren't being sort of beaten and doing heavy labour. Um, so it's like it's probably neither of those things. But it's like, should it be? Should it be that that what we see as punishment should be something to help people grow and be different and, and, and change? Yeah, and then I can hear there's a whole load of people that would be screaming, yeah, but people don't change and lepers can't change their spots and you can't just use an old dog being tricked and all that kind of stuff. And that's true sometimes, that is true. Yeah, um, but most people in, in a positive environment will change. They may, may need a little bit of um, benevolent pressure to do that, but it's like it can happen. Yeah. yeah. You know, so what, why, why do we spend so much time being so horrible to people? And I don't know the truth about the Sun newspaper because um, I don't read it, but um, people tell me that the Sun newspaper is a scurrilous, awful thing because all it does is send ferrets out to go and find awful things about people and then make them public. Mm. You know? And, and I, my understanding is that the, the Sun newspaper is virtually banned in Liverpool, that people won't buy it because of what they did about Hillsborough, the coverage of Hillsborough. Yep. You know, um, but I guess with some papers, some newspapers, does seem to be a, a carrying on from a business point of view. And does that mean that kind of bad news is good news? And to and to say awful things about people and to do bad things about people is good for them because it sells their newspapers. It does. Yeah. So we we need to, we've yeah. spoken about that before. We need to take responsibility for kind of creating that demand. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we as the public buy the newspaper, don't we? And, and like I say, I don't. I know that there was a time when you couldn't get a copy of the Sun in Liverpool because people wouldn't stock it. I don't know whether that's still true. You know? I think it is. I think it is pretty much. Yeah, you, yeah. You do well to find find a copy in independent news agents, at least. But uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, something about forgiveness there, isn't there? Which we haven't talked about in the past, but yeah, I'm flipping heck, I'm not, yeah, we won't go into the sun and Hillsborough and all that. Just, that's a whole other. That's a whole that's a, a massive thing. Topic. Yeah, um, and quite a fascinating one actually. But obviously, yeah. But yeah. but the the bottom line is kindness. Yeah. So the, the, this is based around uh, the 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 blog this week is based around that whole idea of meta, and meta. To me, other people might define it differently, but it's like when when you've done a really good meditation and you might spend 40 minutes or an hour doing a really good meditation, at the end of it, you feel amazingly good. Um, it's a lovely feeling. And the idea of meta is that you share that lovely goodness and feeling because you've just been kind of connecting with everything. 
that you share that energy with the world. Now, the guy that invented transcendental meditation, if he invented it, <clears throat> Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, reckoned that if you could get six million people meditating at the same time and that they all use that meta positively, that you could change the course of human destiny. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I don't know the reality of that, and I don't know how he worked out his figures, but I know that um, if we did share energy positively with each other, then the world would be different. And, and it does come down to, like, it, it's learning to be kind, and we're not good at being kind. No, and I mean, you, at the start of your blog post, you talk you talk about how we've kind of missed National Kindness Week or something like that, that was in February, yeah. I think. Um, yeah. And I, I wonder about those because everything's got its own kind of week or day at the moment. And, uh, you know, I see it in kind of transport campaigning because we have bike to work week and all that kind of stuff. Um, but when you do that and you have a kindness day or a week, does it kind of, is it sending a message that you don't have to be kind all year round or that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that, that's the thing I say in here is about, um, I'm left wondering why we can't have, a loving kindness year or even a loving kindness life you know it doesn't have to be a week um and yeah okay there's going to be a week in 2022 when we all focus on that idea but why can't we do it all the time mm. you know and it's, why why am i not thinking what can i do for my country rather than thinking what can my country do for me you know it's like participating and being in it isn't yeah. it so does that mean, if we're not going to go with the kindness thing, do we need to get into things like anarchy and revolution and all that kind of stuff? And let's go and burn the barricades and, you know, it, it, it's a crazy place to be. And, and I think that the, the whole COVID thing is bringing out all these extremes of behaviour. You are seeing extraordinary, extraordinary um, examples of kindness. And then at the same time, you're seeing sort of despicable you know nasty things going on as well you know? yeah um i mean meta by the way meta is spelt with two t's so i haven't i haven't heard of this practice or this kind of this idea before Ooh. i've seen i see meta with one t written quite a lot because it's, it's in the world of like web development you have like, when you have metadata like hidden behind yeah, right. um, yeah. kind of websites hidden away but meta with two t's is something i hadn't heard so I did do a little bit of looking up, and I've, there's, there's, a, there's a link to some a website that you can read it. But what is meta meditation to, for you? I've got a, I've got a couple of little descriptions here, but what what is it for you, Sean, and where where does it come from? Well, and it, when you look at the uh, the schools of Buddhism, the, to, to me, in my understanding, there were basically two schools. There were the the people that that believed that if you sat in a temple and you all meditated together and you built this very powerful energy, that that energy itself was having an effect on on the universal energy. It was doing that. And then there were the the other group of Buddhists who believed that you had to go out and and do it at the coalface. You had to go out and and give that energy out, you know, hand-to-hand kind of thing. So you had this kind of internalised Buddhism and this externalised Buddhism. And I, I get that there's a balance between the two. And certainly if you're out on the front line doing the work, as most of the NHS staff have been, if you're going to replenish the energy inside yourself, uh, is it better to go and sit down and meditate or open a bottle of wine? 
you know, which is the, the favourite um, <laughs> relaxant at the end of the day. Um, but, but that idea that can I affect you positively? Now, we, we know from work that we've done before that if you look at the intention experiment and the website around that, and they're all quantum physicists, they reckon that they can measure the energy leaving one person and arriving at another, that they can measure at a quantum level and they can see it. So they're saying that things like absent healing and prayer and positive thought do actually work. Yeah. Now, I don't know whether their research revealed the other way around, which is like voodoo, is like, can you send negative energy out to people? Yeah, and have a negative effect. Yeah. But, but you certainly know the difference between walking into a situation that feels really positive and warm as opposed to walking into a situation that feels negative. And you get that with a house. If you're going to buy a house, does it feel good? Doesn't it feel good? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was just, I was just chatting to um, my kids about that the other day because um, we've, we've just do, you know, sometimes you play the game of looking on right move of, you know, yeah. what's, what's yeah. going in your local area and or maybe dreaming of some yeah, big mansions down the road in, in Coldiers. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, we, we were kind of, the, the kids were asking what we were doing and yeah, they got worried actually because they like where we live. So we don't want to move. We don't want, we're like, we're not going to move. But uh, <laughs> we, we were talking about moving house and about how it's, you know, it, how, mm. why houses are priced differently. And we actually went for a walk on Saturday morning past one of the houses that's for sale just to kind of see where it was. We're not, we're not moving house, but, just because mm-hmm. we were heading that way anyway and then we were talking to will about you know you need to go and view a house not because photos don't do it aren't enough you have to go and feel it you know and kind yeah, of yeah. get yeah. the feel for the noise you know is for traffic and kind of the, the the uh the feeling you get when you walk into it whether it's good or bad and he was he was interested yeah. as to i assume he understands because uh, I remember he liked to go into his grandparents' houses, and I, I remember as a kid, love loving going to my grandparents in Newcastle and in Frodham, where they both lived, just because there's something about going to your grandparents' house that was like, oh, it's like the, there's a different feeling and a different smell and a, something about it, isn't mm. it? Yeah, that you pick up. It's, you just reminded me of going into Brynestyn, which is a children's home in Wales, which when the, the Northwest Children's Home Inquiry was on. And there'd been a lot of abuse and paedophile rings and stuff around, um, yeah. particularly Brunesson. And um, when you went into the building, because it was it was used as an education centre generally, when I went in there to do stuff, it, had, it wasn't a children's home anymore, but there was one part of the building that if you went in there, the hair stood up on the back of your neck, it felt absolutely awful and people wouldn't go down there. Wow. You know, and that was like like energy that was in the building, you know. Mm. And I think when when we start to talk about the energy that we have with other people, it, it's a bit like you can go and spend time with one person, and you might be talking about the price of frozen chips, but you come away feeling really good because their energy is good, and it kind of lifts your energy. Yeah, you know? or you can go and be with someone else, and they're like a vampire, and they suck your energy out, and you go away feeling like a husk afterwards. You know. Um, and I think that kind of energy that exists in the world, bioenergy, um, in some systems they call it prana or chi or ki, that kind of stuff. But it is, it, in, in science, it's bioenergy. It's the energy around things. Um, and, and that's what matters getting at, is that if you pump up your energy, 
can you share it with others? And if we all did that, so like the transcendental meditation idea, if six million people did that, the energy would be so powerful that you could change the whole direction of humanity. You know? So yeah, you've written in your blog that Meta is recognizing that all sentient beings, including animals, can feel yeah. good or feel bad, and that given the choice, they'll choose the former over the latter. Yeah. Um, yeah. You kind of go and, and that's generally true. We do have some odd people who will go for what they experience as a positive thing, but we'd call it self-harm. Mm. Yeah, but for them it makes sense that way. And, mm. and one of the things, because meta is, is a kind of a, a Buddhist idea, that's where it comes from, that idea about sentient beings, all animals, everything else, um, means that, which, which is why Buddhism is essentially vegetarian. You know, you, you don't eat... You don't eat your fellow animals, kind of thing. And it, which made me laugh the other day because I went for a run. Um, that was on Monday. I went for a run, and as I, I turned the corner, and as I ran down the road, there was a. I was just getting going slowly, getting warmed up, and there's a hedgehog in the road, and um, it didn't bat an eye to me. It was trotting along quite fast, and it was up on the pavement. It was like, oh yeah, went by, and then it popped through a hole in the fence, and off it went. And I thought that was just so lovely to be there with this this kind of hedgy hog um, going along down the road. Um, mm. Lovely. Um, and and I, I know that when I, some places I've been, that gypsies, not, and I'm not slagging off gypsies, I'm just saying there was a group of gypsies that were eating the hedgehog. All right. They used, used to call them hedgy pigs, and they used to wrap them in clay so that the spines would stick to the clay, so that when they were cooked in the oven, they could crack the clay open and then wow. eat the hedgehog. Yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously, the people will be, the instant is like, yeah, that's horrible, that's disgusting. But, I mean, eating, if you think about it, eating any animal, and I still do, yeah. is, is equally as weird and crazy and horrible in many ways, isn't it? So but That's the whole thing about when, when they suddenly found that there was horsemen's. And what people thought was camels, and people were up in arms. And I'm mm. thinking, it's a body that's been minced up. You know, yeah. doesn't matter whether it was a cow or a pig or a horse. Or, I know. I mean, it's. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, yeah. I was. I went to a friend's house to watch some football and uh, had a barbecue on the weekend Sunday. And uh, you know, I'm not vegetarian, but I, I don't eat red meat and haven't for three or four years, really. Um, mainly, kind of like the environmental side and the kind of carbon footprint of it so it's quite a kind of mathematical thing rather than yeah empathy yeah. towards animals which um, i need to work on actually and uh but he he was serving or he, he bought a load of uh beef burgers wagyu beef burgers that he was it was the first thing he showed me like he was like so excited to have one and uh so i didn't say you know because obviously up to the point when a good vegetarian or uh, environmentalist will kind of throw <laughs> their arms up <laughs> And, you know, I've had those conversations all, all the time. I have them all the time. Uh, but to kind of, as an act of kindness and empathy, I decided just to kind of let it go and just let him enjoy the moments and cook this nice burger for me that he'd, you know, been in mm. the shop to get. And, uh, you know, I enjoyed it and it was tasty and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, yeah. I yeah. went left without having the conversation because sometimes you just got to let things slide, I guess. And well, that's that was what I thought and just enjoy the moment, I guess. I, I think that as an act of loving kindness... I think that we have to not be become like fascists. You know, you don't need to be a food fascist. And if someone, if I went to someone's house and they'd cooked me a chicken meal with great love, 
I would probably eat it and I would I would accept the love that they'd made it with. Yeah. Um the issue about whether or not they should have, you know, cooked an animal or whatever is is in it, sure. But um um people that eat meat aren't necessarily bad people. They're just people that eat meat. Yeah. Um, you know, people aren't going nipping down down to Sainsbury's thinking, ha ha, I'm gonna get a box of dead body here. Yeah. <laughs> You know, they're just doing what they do. You know, I, I was brought up as a kid eating meat and two veg. That's what we ate. Mm. You know, um, same. And if that's your normal, that's your normal, isn't it? Yeah. You know, well, unless something happens to change it. Exactly. And there are different ways of trying to educate or make people change their ways. And generally, you know, I've learned from transport campaigning stuff, like shouting and pointing at people. Although I do do it a little bit on Twitter just for fun and games, just as a bit of a. <laughs> just to kind of vent my frustration but um it doesn't work does it shouting at people and kind of having a big go and kind of trying to describe explain all the maths of things and all the, the horror of the food industry doesn't doesn't really do the trick does it sadly no and and in a way that's that's what i was feeling about um nadia's um nadia's um rant and it's like, I, I understand what she was saying, and I didn't disagree with what she was saying, really. Um, but the kind of the venom and the nastiness of it, and that we're talking about energy, and that's not a good energy, you know, because how many other people pick up on that and then they feel justified in their negativity? And then we're all producing negative endorphins and, and, and hormones, and we're all creating stress in our systems and in each other. And it's like, you know, hang on, what, what, what point do we stop? And it, to me, it's a bit like Northern Ireland spent 200 years with the Protestants and the Catholics murdering, killing, torturing, blowing each other up, all kinds of stuff going on. And then something happened that kind of stopped it. Now, we don't know if it's actually stopped, but it's a hell of a lot different now than what it was in what they called the Troubles. Yeah. Um, you know, um, and it's like you can go on forever, generation after generation, being negative. Well, what point do we start to be positive? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you've written meta is friendliness, consideration, kindness, and generosity. And it's the answer to almost every problem in the world that we face today. Money won't do it. Technology won't do it. But meta will. Yeah. I mean, and you can have all the technology you want. You can have all the medicine you want. You can have all, all the, the, the clever devices you want. But unless we learn to treat each other positively... It's, all we're doing is creating a hellhole. Yeah, I know. There's, yeah. A, there's, there's again, it's, there's a kind of a transport question that comes up quite a lot online. So we're, we're kind of entering this age. I don't think we will actually, but of self-driving cars and that you know will shuffle around. You'll just order one; it'll show up and it'll whisk you off to your destination, and you won't have to do a thing. And the question within kind of the tech world is, well, what happens if it's if this car is driving along? Uh, and it's faced with the decision to kill, you know, the old person or the young person on, that's crossing the road, that's having the audacity to walk <laughs> somewhere. How dare they? Yeah. yeah. And the question is, from the technology point of view, well, who does the car kill, the old person or the young person? And, you know, the, the kind of the, the, the tech fantasists out in, um, you know, San Francisco that I used to be one of and kind of used to hang on their every word, they can't. Their only answer in that binary question: Shall we kill the young person or the old person? 
when the answer is, well, how about we like just engineer the car to go slow enough so that it can stop in time and, and kill neither person? <laughs> and they, like, they can't get it into their head because it's not one of the options in the quiz. Well, why don't we just have these cars go slower in areas where people might be walking? The, the answer's simple. Let it go faster and kill both of them. And then there's less mouths to feed. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, can, can we build empathy into, like, artificial intelligence? That's a whole other question, I guess, isn't it? And, and we don't know that yet, do we? I mean, all, all the, the sci-fi stuff says, no, you can't. It turns into a nightmare. You know, and um, uh, is it that the sci-fi machines end up killing human beings in order to keep other human beings safe? So they, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I was having a bit of a chat with my. I went to the office for the first time in well, probably in a while and was chatting about AI with one of my the guys I share an office with, and yeah, we're talking about all those decisions that a computer will have to make at some point assuming that we let artificial intelligence loose on, on, on in the world. And yeah, mm. I'm not sure we'll reach that point really, but uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing. We could talk for ages about this stuff. Um, but yeah, have you got a, what's your resource of the week, Sean? Well, my resource of the week is to go to the website, which is um, organizing the international, um, you know, random acts of kindness week, which is 2022, you know, so um, my thing isn't, don't wait until February 2022 to be kind. I'm not saying that. Um, I'm saying let's, let's work towards it. Maybe there's things that we could do to kind of help that to get up to it. But it's like, what kindness could people do today? You know, what, the, the, and, that, that, and the thing about kindness doesn't cost anything, you know, and usually doesn't take any time either. Mm. You know, but when, when you go into the shop next time, how about you treat the person behind the counter really kindly you know and you and you care about them um, yep. rather than just getting what you want and getting out of the shop you know? mm. yeah. yeah and it's win-win isn't it because yeah they get a little little boost and you get one too so yeah it's yeah. uh i wonder how often someone goes in, into their corner shop and actually says to the person behind the counter hi yeah how are you doing how's life going for you You're okay mm. you know as opposed to i want that and that and that okay where's the change you know yeah. um and and it's it's that loving kindness, and and I obviously because of the the stuff I do, um, and certainly the stuff that Reed does, and and you see some of the things that that people in the health service and the social services are doing, you know, I mean it's amazing what they do, and they get paid very little relatively to do it, um, but they they do amazing things for you know you and me if you you and I go into A and E we might complain that we have to wait for a bit of time before we can have an x-ray. <laughs> but the people that are there are working to try to get us right. It's kind of loving kindness in action. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's everywhere when you start looking for it, isn't it? And uh, it's mm. hopefully quite infectious. But um, yeah. it, it, It's a bit like the, um, uh, the, the, the news programme in the morning. We had Piers Morgan on. Right? Now, I couldn't... I couldn't watch Piers Morgan. And the reason I couldn't watch him was because of his energy. It was such a kind of a negative, and, and for quite often I would, would agree with the stuff he was saying, but it was so horrible the way that he said it, and he did it. Yeah. Now, I, I understand that their, their viewing ratings have dropped since he left because maybe that's what people do want. You know, maybe they want that kind of aggressive 
attitude towards things. And people will say, yeah, but you've got to stand up to people like Matt Hancock because they're, you know, this, that, and the other. And it's like, maybe we can stand up to people with kindness. We don't have to stand up to people with negativity. Yeah. You know, but uh, I'm sure there would be people that will listen to this. Okay. Guys are nutter, bloody idiot. You know, um, and that's okay. That's fine. Because I can treat them with loving kindness. That's okay. Indeed. Uh, my resource is not really related, but it's kind of meditative, I've found. So when I'm working at home, I found this YouTube channel and there's loads of the like it. It's just a person with an amazing camera and a stabilizer. And he just walks around different parts of Japan, like like urban parts, suburban and rural bits. And you just get to go on a really quiet walk with someone walking through a town or a city. Uh-huh. You have an experience yeah. in like 4K and HDR and all that. So, but does that create a feeling of meta for you? Does I think that... it does. Yeah, it's really relaxing, and uh, there's no commentary or anything. It's just kind of life going by. So, obviously, go for a walk yourself and kind of experience your own environment. But uh, I'm, yeah, I'm obsessed with Japan. So it's just an amazing way to just drop yourself into another world all of a sudden. And... So, have you ever been to Japan? No. No, no, yeah. never been anywhere near that far, really. So, yeah, I've been to the states and the west coast, but uh, no, no, I'm yeah, yeah. to go over there. And I, I try and I'm trying to, I want to go there sustainably as well. So I think you can get a train kind of through Russia and to China. Yeah, and, you can. I'm just trying to get something off the shelf here. Yeah, go for it. There's, there's a lady that I know who uh, who teaches Japan, Japan, Japanese. On um, on the on the Wirral, and cool. these are the seven Japanese kind of gods, I suppose, right? But the thing, and I, I haven't checked it out to check it out, but I think these relate to the chakras. Mm. They're the seven chakras, I think, that you'd get in the Indian oh, cool. system, in the I Japanese system. I need, yeah. I need to, I need to check that out. But if you want to learn, if you want to learn Japanese, I've got the person. Send me an email, man. Yeah, I'd like to have a chat. Teacher, about that. Yeah. I think I. Yeah. Oh, they have like like shrines dotted around the towns and cities as well. I think I assume they're little Buddhist shrines. Just. Yeah, they're going to be Buddhism or Shinto or you know something. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. But anyway, have a look at the video and just yeah, just start exploring. Yeah. Go for a walk yourself because yeah, it's good for you. Yeah. Right? Um, okay. Cool. All right, Sean. I'll catch up with you next week and we'll do lots yes. of more fascinating chit chat, eh? Yeah. Yeah. And. Be kind to yourself and to other people. Well said. <laughs> All right. Very much. <laughs> Thank Cheers you. We'll see you, you soon. Take everyone. care. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.